my guest today is the troublemaker of Lagos and Nigeria. You know, uh, Pretty Mike. You've seen Pretty Mike in those scandalous uh, pictures and videos on social media. Ah, what, what stunt hasn't he pulled? He has had women chained and crawling. He has had dwarfs and pregnant women. You know, and he doesn't seem to stop. This daring and pushing of boundaries has landed him even... Um, in as Nigeria say, police net. One reason in particular was openly I was chaining girls and giving them out to guys. Then I meet Pretty Mike and I discover someone that is completely opposite of his public image. You know, this is a, a thoughtful uh, uh, creator that sees the way that he shocks the audience as art. So it's just happened in an environment that doesn't understand the art or culture. Today's interview is digging deep. How does a person become Pretty Mike? How does this guy who left America uh, uh, and came to Nigeria to rebuild his life become the kind of person who has grown a thick skin, brushes off depression? For me, I just have to shake it up. I have to stand up and be like, you know. Ugh. Just keep moving. Yeah, keep moving. The question you have to ask yourself is, are you done? Mm. Is this the end of the world? And knows how to remain unbothered. How is this? How did he come from trying to, from, from threatening to leave Nigeria one day into his return to utterly loving the Nigerian survival spirit? Pretty Mike, the trouble of Lagos with today, today. How is it that you have this image of a troublemaker outside and you're actually such a nice guy? <laughs> 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 That's a good one. Uh, for me, I believe uh, drama sells. Mm. Um, sometimes you just have to keep people talking. Mm -hmm. It's important. Mm -hmm. uh, and for the kind of business that I'm in, which is uh, the nightclub business, you just have to keep people wondering mm. uh, and keep them on your lips mm. or may on their lips. Their lips yes. yes. So it's important because of the business. Very. Right. If you weren't doing the business, would it be important? If you were... Yeah. No, say if I was uh, a banker or something, no, I don't think so. If you were an advertising professional, for instance, would it be? I mean, I might, because of my creative nature, I might throw in one or two things just because I believe advertising needs some kind of, well, sometimes drama to it. Mm, mm, mm. So, yeah. Right. Okay, I'm coming back to this. I want to go back. You, you, you went to school in America. Right. Did you grow up in America? Right. Um, so, were you born in America? No. Okay, so when did you move? I think I was probably six, seven, something like right. that. Right. Your family? Right. Right. So, you did parts of primary school, high school, and, and, college. Then, and college in America. Right. Why did the family move? Why? Hmm. <laughs> Sensitive question. Hmm. I mean, for me, I think, uh, of course, my dad was the government. Okay. So, now them know. Isn't that there's something you are not saying there? No, it's not that. I mean, I was, it's a sensitive question. Yeah, but I mean, I was a, I was a toddler. So, mm -hmm. but, you know, having grown up, I can almost say, now them know. Because right. I think it was in the... Uh, I think it was before the Babangida regime and... When my father worked very close with the government, so mm. for whatever reason why he felt like he needed to 
uproot his family out mm -hmm. of the country. I mean, that that's yeah. it's a question I've not really asked him, but you know, he will always tell you, ah, I'm trying to give you guys a better life. <laughs> you know, that <laughs> bully statement that they always have. Yeah. And, oh well. But do you agree with him that he, it was a better life? I mean, um, to me, that he's the head of family, so mm. one way or the other, you just have to agree with his decision. So, mm. yeah, I mean, if, if I had that opportunity now, mm. I think I'd probably do the same, but in a different fashion, mm. a different way. I mean... Were you a rebellious child? Rebellious? No, I don't think so. Mm. I think, uh, on the contrary, we're quite um, intelligent, I was the kid that, well, a lot of other kids looked up to. Mm. Uh, of course, a lot of people thought I was spoiled. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's always like he's a spoiled child. He mm. gets everything he wants. Blase, blase, blase. <laughs> but, I mean, that's your own thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Where did that perception come from? The I was a spoiled child? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, mean, I, I guess sometimes when you're in an okay, well-to-do family, right. Per se, and of course, very close to my dad. Mm -hmm. So I, I think I get it, I get everything I wanted. I don't think it's anything I would have asked for. I asked for that I remembered mm -hmm. that I was said no to. So like I started driving when I was fourteen. I had my own mm -hmm. car when I was you know stuff like that. You know, it was just mm -hmm. yeah. So you're close to your dad. Yeah, still are. Yes, right. That's 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 not usually that's not usual for. Many Nigerian children. Yeah, but that's, so that's a Nigerian kid in a different environment. Yeah. So, for yeah. I mean, that, I think that's what worked. Uh, if, I was in, if, I was, if I grew up in this environment, it would have mm. been different. But mm. the only way I can see it is a Nigerian kid in a different environment. So, mm. I mean. Did you enjoy growing up? Did you like growing up in America? Of course. Right. Why? Uh, I mean, I, I, there are a couple of things that. For example, like I said, I started driving when I was 14. Mm. I don't think that would have happened here in Nigeria. Okay. There's, it gives you a sense of responsibility. So in, in terms of, you know, wake up at a certain time, be in school at a certain time, be done with school. I played sports. I was an athlete. You know, so I mean, there are discipline here and there. And for me, it's a system that works. So mm -hmm. uh, you can save up for certain things. Mm -hmm. I think very few 15, 16, 17, 18 year olds can achieve what your average American kid can achieve in terms of getting a job, working, saving up, paying bills. I mean, you can start paying bills as early as 15, 16 because you have the opportunity or the privilege yeah. to work. Yeah. Unlike in Nigeria here where, I mean, that's not even, a, you know, even the kind of job that's available can't even pay any bills. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it's a different environment. That's mm -hmm. why I'm always for to say that one of our biggest problems is our society and the environment. Are we the kids, the youths, the individuals, are we looking forward or destined to be great? Yes, but mm -hmm. if those opportunities are not being given, then I mean, how do we achieve that? Mm -hmm. Trust me, I'm sure every 15-year-old or 16-year-old that is probably in SS1, SS2, wouldn't mind having a job maybe at McDonald's or Burger King yeah. where they're getting $1,000 a month. That's about 500000 an hour every month to take care of some of their basic needs and not necessarily disturb their 
mom or dad or your parents, you know, to achieve that. Mm, mm, mm. So here you grew up with a lot of sisters. How many sisters do you have? Five. Five. Mm. That's a lot of sisters. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. What's the position of the family? Oh, God. I never like to give these numbers up. <laughs> if, if you notice, funny yeah. enough, I'm a very sensitive person, so uh, I think I need to establish that. Okay. Uh, if you go through my social media handle from beginning to end, yeah. you'll not see me post it or cutting? talk. Yes. You're cutting on your family. Yes. It's, I, I draw that. Even, mm. I think this is the most I've said in any interview about my family. Mm. I, because of my, maybe call my nature mm. or my dramatic behavior, I try to not get them involved mm. so mm. it doesn't rub off on them. On them right. Whether it's negative or positive, but I just believe I don't want something to rub off on them. That's how much I care about or love my family. And yeah, I mean, okay. So you, so I, I and I respect the boundaries on your family because I noticed, like I was saying, I'm looking at the social media. I'm like, right, this is it's very intentional about this. Yeah. But how do they feel about the drama, the theatrics, as you call them? Oh, everybody in my family is drama. Even the doctors. Even the doctors. They yeah. have their own. I mean, my sisters are the kind that will party. Well, they were the party animals mm -hmm. in school. Okay. So you can almost consider them the prostitutes in school. <laughs> because they were the ones that dressed the most vulgar mm -hmm. dressing you can think of. Mm -hmm. They didn't, they don't like rules or regulations. Mm -hmm. Of course, because there was some money in the family, they all had cars. They, you know, they were the popular ones. They did all the athletes. They were the athletes in school. They were the party freaks. So they'll be the ones to party with you till mm. 2, 3 a.m., mm. be at school at 5, you guys are having a test or an exam, and pass. Right. And you're like, how? That's them. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. so... So the, even even the dramatics is can function as a camouflage. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. So my sisters would tell you, don't follow us. So for some reason, it's it's inbuilt. So mm -hmm. uh, I have a sister of mine that can read any book, no matter how thick the book is, mm -hmm. in an hour, because she reads that fast, mm -hmm. and she read it and explain everything to you. Mm -hmm. You know, it probably take you two, three, four days to even read the book. Talk more understanding it. She can glance through it in an hour and it retains. So, right. Yeah, I see that. So she's done that and then you're probably thinking she hasn't read or she's still... No, she's done and she's ready to deliver. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening to this podcast. You've just listened to the free version of the Witch Today podcast. To listen to the full version, search for Witch Today on Apple Premium or subscribe to our Patreon via all .witchuday.com. Also, we want to hear from you. Kindly rate this podcast wherever you're streaming from and share on social media. It validates the work that we do and helps us reach even more people. Thank you. Let's be human together.